Hello, this is Gemma and Matt from the future. Obviously, we recorded this episode quite a few weeks ago, and then we ended up not uploading it because things all got a bit manic over here. Um, obviously, it's before um, the big corona really took over all of our lives. So I just kind of wanted to do a quick note before this recording, just to acknowledge that we didn't go to Amsterdam. We, uh, we're staying indoors. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of say that now in case you thought this is being recorded in, I don't know in real time and you were sort of thinking what are they doing no we're, we're at home uh we hope you are too we hope you're all safe and happy and well and um we're not gonna make a we're not gonna mention the uh coronavirus um too much because we're all sick of it really aren't we and we're going to be hopefully uploading a lot more regularly now because we've got a bit more time a bit more time at home um, yeah, we just wanted to quickly put that in because otherwise this episode seems very weird uh, to listen to it in this climate. And that was Meg. Meg agrees. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to Remember This, a nostalgia podcast where we revisit all the things that made the 90s and noughties brilliant. From kids TV shows to niche movies, toys, games, and everything in between. My name is Matthew Benjamin Bentley-Viney, and I am joined tonight by... Gemma Alexandra Bentley-Viney. How are you doing, Gemma? Very good, thank you. Does sound like I have a cold. Not corona-related. I mean, I'm assuming not. But yeah, I've had a good week, a busy week. I saw Come From Away in the West End and loved it. I highly, highly recommend it. I think if anyone's planning a trip to London or they live in London it is really really good I don't want to give too much away about the plot I think it's good not to do too much research a little bit of research about kind of the gist of the plot but that's it you came home saying it was the best thing you've ever seen and you kept describing plot details and then going oh it was so good it was really good it's the best acting I think I've seen it in a musical and um, also it's a very small theatre so all seats are a good seat, really. And very exciting. They let you bring your glass of wine in with you. Oh, they that, don't, that's a game changer. They don't make it. You don't, you don't have to put it in a plastic cup. No, that is good. Stop in plastic. Impressed. And also, I think it is a slightly more mature show. So it's they're not, not one, expecting it to be rambunctious. But it's not one you'd take children to. So it's not like someone's going like, to be knocking well, over. The kids are going to be getting absolutely smashed, are they? No, but you're not, they might knock What's over... That? Someone's glass. I don't think that's the reason why... themselves. The reason they don't have glass is because when things get too rowdy, and I don't think that's children, I think that's Hindus and stag dudes going to see Jersey Boys or something. Maybe. And then it's all kicking off. Motown, what was the one... You, uh, oh, Motown, wasn't it? When everybody was Motown, going crazy. I took my, my parents and me went to see Motown. There's quite a few drunk people. Apparently, Tina Turner, a lot of people would get drunk in that. Imagine Dirty Dancing. No, wait, Dirty Dancing's not a thing. Mamma Mia, I can imagine. Mamma Mia, you can imagine, I can imagine there's a few kind of Hindus living their best lives there as well. Um, But no, I'd highly recommend Come From Away. Other than that, not a lot to report. Going on holiday next week to Amsterdam. Corona permitting. Yeah, uh, which I'm really excited for. Um, So yeah, just kind of getting ready and excited for a holiday. How about you, Matt? Been good. Yeah, I've been working hard this week. And um, if you're like me and you work from home or you spend a lot of time on your own, I would say the advice is don't keep BBC News live stream on. Did you do that? Well, I'll keep it on a tab and I'm like checking coronavirus. You know, it's like the transfer deadline day. I feel like I'm checking, oh, what deal is going to go through now? It's like, oh, another 60 people have died. So don't do that. But it's not good for your mental health. It's not good just for your well-being because I, it was raining as well. And I was just like, oh, this is awful. And I was thinking about 2020, you know, we were worried about World War Three when Trump assassinated that uh, political, um, not leader, but political person. And then, <laughs> that political person. And then now we've, we've got this. Um, yeah. The world's on fire. Remember the Australia yeah. fires and global warming? Like It's a bit of an apocalyptic time at the moment. But then that all washed away for me when the sun came out yesterday. The sun was out. I went outside, oh, you're a I was simple like, boy, aren't everything's you? Everything's fine. We're all fine. You know, we're okay. It annoyed me because I went to the shops and I was like, right, I will buy, literally because we were running out of soap. 
So look, okay, I know there's a maximum of two per person, so I'll go and buy two antibacterial soaps. Yeah. They've now inputted. Well, they had to because I went in there and there's none left. There's no pasta. And I really no, wanted pasta. Yeah. The cashier was laughing and she was like, oh yeah, all the pasta's gone. I was like, why pasta? What? The one thing I did buy quite a lot of was soup. But beer. I, yeah, no, I mean the beers, that's for the weekend. That's, do you think I've got like a lifetime supply in the fridge <laughs> at the moment? Just in case. Well, Buying yeah. a keg in. Well, exactly. And yeah, it's Saturday today, so Saturday night. We're going to watch a horror movie after this, which I'm very looking forward to. Yeah, having a chilled weekend and, again. Um, yeah, so as we crack into this, I need to change my persona and my voice because we are embarking on an adventure. We are doing the Remember This X Desert, Desert Island, Island Discs. Discs. So, hello, Gemma. Welcome back to Remember Vistas, Desert Island Discs. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Oh, that's that's wonderful to hear. I'm, I'm so glad you're good. So, everybody knows that Desert Island Discs, shall I talk like this for the whole podcast or shall I stop? Is this going to annoy people? Maybe just occasionally when you're saying the key phrases, when okay. you ask the key questions like, you know, which one would you actually take away with you? What would your luxury be? Okay, Obviously, that's I get the I work like of Shakespeare, but I get to take one extra book, remember? So as everybody knows, Desert Island... Well, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Desert Island Discs is a radio show on BBC Radio... I want to say four, is it Radio 2? I've always listened to it as like a podcast. Yeah, well, it's also... They also transmit it as a podcast. Yeah. But basically, it's a show where if you were to go onto a Desert Island... You choose eight songs that you can take with you. Yeah, eight records. And essentially each record has a story why. It, it kind of details a, a period of your life, why you've chosen this and what it kind of represents on the island to you. And you also, you also get you get a Shakespeare book. You get the you? full works of Shakespeare. Great. You get a one luxury item and you get one book. And then you get to choose one out of the eight discs that you'd take with you. So we thought we would take this format and... Uh, Fly it to kids' theme songs, Customise it, yeah, customise it. And we're going to put it to kids' theme tune songs and TV shows them, you know, why they're in there and all of that kind of malarkey. And this week, uh, Gemma is going yeah. to take the reins. I feel like it's very self-indulgent of me. I yeah, feel like there's a little bit... People no. just kept asking. People are always asking me. No, but the nice thing is, is that uh, you can also send us in your Desert Island Discs. And if there's some interesting ones, which I'm sure there will be, we'll read them out on this podcast. Yes. Oh, that is such a good idea. Yeah, yeah please do. So please uh, write write them down in an email because you can't, don't send us letters. That's, you don't need to do that. Send us an email to remember this question mark at gmail.com. And yeah, it will get read out on this podcast. Yeah, and that's question mark as in the word, not the symbol. But yeah, please do let us know what um, your favourite kids theme songs are and why. So Gemma, you've had to self-isolate. So you've taken yourself to an island. You've got eight kids theme songs to take with you. What is your first disc? So my first disc is the theme song for As Told by Ginger. Someone once told me the grass is much greener. So that's done by Macy Gray. Big deal. Pretty big deal. And as told by Ginger is a show that I used to really like growing up. It's um, one we haven't watched yet on the podcast. We will be doing soon. And it is a cartoon, but it's very much, it's quite sad. They had a lot of sad episodes. And she actually ages. Unlike kind of all other cartoons, uh, Ginger does get older they do change her look she has a bit of a makeover she has braces and she has her braces off and you know they do actually change her and um i just think this theme song is really good i think this you could take it away from the show and it would still be a good theme song so bring in the remember this aspect of it what would you give the theme tune out of 10 well i mean it's in my disc so i would say 8 out of 10 yeah yeah it's not the top of my list this isn't an order, by the way, I don't think, but... Okay. 
I think if you heard this on like the radio, it would be on like maybe like a Radio 2 or a Magic FM sort of uh, show. Uh, I think if you heard this song, you'd go, oh, that was, that was nice. So Gemma, you grew up in uh, Westmoors in the south of England. Yes. Your parents were <laughs> from Newcastle. Yeah. And they moved down from Essex. They were living in Essex at the time and then... Yeah got pregnant with you and they moved down to to Dorset. So how does As Told by Ginger play into that kind of the role of emigrating across the country? I was born in High Wycombe. Yes. You missed that. I I said Essex. No, that's High Wycombe's not Essex. My brother was born in Essex. And High Wycombe is part of Essex. Start. It's close to it. Is it? Yep. Yeah. I, I couldn't say related <laughs> to... Uh... What, what, so why have you chosen As Told by Ginger as your first disc? Because I thought you were going to go chronologically from kid to adult. No. I oh, just you're just doing it random. I just wrote down what songs do I think are the best kids songs of all time. From now on, would you like to do that in a chronological order so we can make a narrative out of this? No. Or are you just going to read no. that? Okay, I'm going to read about it random, actually. These are my favourite songs. These are the ones I like. <laughs> I think it's a really good song. Someone And that was Macy Gray with the theme tune to As Told by Ginger, I'm In Between. That's a good name for it, actually. She is in between. So we've had your first disc. Shall we move on to your second disc? My next disc, I think, is a classic that I think and hope everybody should know. And it is the theme song. Why are you saying it like a cockney? I think everyone should know it. (laughs) It is a theme song. (laughs) It's called Apples and Pears. (laughs) I heard today... That the coronavirus is also referred to as Miley Cyrus in Cockney rhyming slang. That's a tidbit everyone will take away from now and they will share that with people they know. They'll see the coronavirus in a new way. And I yeah. think we'd all be a lot happier if we just referred to it as Miley Cyrus. I think it's a lot less intimidating. She's still quite an intimidating lady, but I feel like she's fun. The next disc is the theme song for the Moomins. You just can't be sad when that song's on. I feel like it's happy. I feel like it's like the start of something. I just really like the Moomins. I like the Moomins when I was younger. I like the Moomins now. I went to Moomin Land once when I was growing up. Went to the Moomin and Pippi Longstocking Museum in Stockholm. And when you hear the Moomins, where does that take you back to? Where Where are you watching this? I mean, I watch it now, if I'm honest, so... You're not playing the Desert Island Discs game. She doesn't normally do it that intensely. And I just really like the Moomins. I think they are very Great. cute. Good answer. I just really <laughs> like the Moomins. Yep, insightful. <laughs> just think this is why we're doing Desert Island Discs. We're just hearing what Gemma really, really likes. <laughs> no, maybe we should have done it like a Top of the Pops and like, hey guys, and then number 10. Uh, number, yeah, that's well, we could do that another time. I just think the Moomins are a classic. I think they've changed slightly now, which is fine. People change. I think they're a little bit scary. And I like it when a kid's TV show is a little bit scary, but also kind of sweet. And yeah, I remember going to Stockholm. The flight was delayed and we got like a little like activity pack. And it had like Moomin stickers on it. And how did you watch the Moomins? Watched it on the telly. I also read the Moomins. I remember getting the Moomins book out of the school library at St. Mary's. And watched it on my laptop when I got a laptop even though I was quite old just because the movements just something a little bit sinister about them which I like I like that I hope you will all enjoy my next track the movements here they are for one and all 
waves are about to call Come on and sit down here with me They're here for you on your TV They are the moments They are the moments So come with me, give me your hand I'll take you up to moving land You can fly just like a bird And sing the best song ever heard There were the moments 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 I feel like I also relate to the Moomins. I feel like I could be a Moomin. Which Moomin would you be? I'd probably be Little Mai, but I'd be a big Mai. And I'd be annoying and attention-seeking and wear a red coat. I think I'd be the main Moomin. What, just Moomin? You would be moving. Of course you, of course you watch a TV show go, I would be the star. I think I would. I think I'd, I look like Moomin. No, you would be the guy. Oh, what's his name? That uh, little my fancies. Snifkin? Snoofkin? <laughs> I can't. Him. And he wears a hat and he likes fishing and he seems quite wise. And Gemma, would you like to tell us about your third disc? My third disc is a TV show I reference a lot, one I really like, and that is Unfabulous. I remember when Unfabulous came out, the excitement of having a new kids TV show Nickelodeon, and it was the start of my girl crush on Emma Roberts, who I still think is very cool today. I feel like I've, I didn't relate to any of these like American teen shows at all, but the one I think if I had to, out of like Zoe 101, Lizzie McGuire, whatever, it probably would be Emma Roberts' character in Unfabulous. Was Hilary Duff a... Um, was she related to anyone? Is there a reason why she got the lead of that show? Don't think so. Because obviously Zoe 101... Jamie and Lynn, Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts. And Fabulous are both... Liz- both feature nepotism. Lizzie McGuire was quite a bit before either of those shows. So she, oh. Lizzie, li- uh, she was with Lindsay Lohan. It was like Lindsay versus Hilary. So they were just both very good actresses. Yes. I mean, I mean, as that's is how Emma Roberts be. and stuff, and I mean, Jamie yeah, Lynn's but they didn't have the now. same connections. Yeah, like I'm sure they both would have ended up doing those roles anyway. But they had a bit of help. They had a lot of help, and I was wondering how you feel about that. I'm obviously not a fan of nepotism, mainly because I don't have an in. <laughs> so you would be a fan if you if you had it yourself. I don't. Well, the thing is, I'd like to think I would. I don't think I would have used it. But you would have liked to have had the option. It, yeah, it would have been nice to have that option. You know, I think it would be helpful, and I think I probably would have maybe ended up using it in some way, because you know, life is hard. You'd see everyone else using their ends, and you sort of think, "Well, hang on a minute." It's tough. It's a tough why old is, world out there. Why was my godparent not Andy Warhol? <laughs> You know, Andy Warhol. Let's talk about that today. So I don't know what who is he the godparent to. Um, oh, is like that Jade, you... Jade Jagger, I think. And really? And, um, yeah, and like Bianca and stuff like that. And he gave them loads of original artworks. Like every time he like did a collection, they would get like a couple of the original artworks just no as a way. gift. Oh my god! How nice is that of him? I would have preferred if it was Picasso or someone like that. Proper art, <sighs> not clip art. Are you being serious? Don't slag of Andy Warhol. It's a bit of clip art. You don't, know, you took don't... a photo and put a filter Andy on it. Andy Warhol, though... He basically just did Snapchat. No, but he's more than art, isn't he? he Pop culture. Predicted. 15, Pop art. He predicted 15 minutes of fame. Years yes. before it actually happened. No, but I liked Emma Roberts. She was a little bit awkward. She liked a guitar. I did oh, play I the do guitar. love the songs in there. They are funny. I think it's a cute little song. And it, is this your favourite of that lot? Do you know what I mean? Like that lot of um, like live action. My favourite was probably Lizzie McGuire, just because that was probably, I was the perfect age really? for I it. Really? I didn't know it was Lizzie McGuire. Um, but I remember Unfabulous more clearly because I was a little bit older. What about The Beaker? Oh God, I did love Tracy Beaker too. 
I mean, the American ones, I'm classy. Isn't as. it funny that the American ones, compared to like Tracy Beaker, it's like Tracy Beaker, you've got that cynical like Bog realism. And, well, yeah, but it, it's a proper depiction of teenage life in that environment. They all whereas, look very different. Well, whereas the American shows are so glossy, yeah. so like in a bubble that doesn't really exist. 100%. Day after day. So that was the theme song of Unfabulous, performed by Jill Sibyl, who also wrote the songs and performed them throughout the show. So it wasn't Emma Roberts? No. She, did she just sing them? I don't even know if she sang them. I don't think she did. But it sounds like her voice. Surely she did. Are you reading this right? Were they not just written by this other woman? No, 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 no. But this is, uh, I am correct. Ah. <gasps> Well, there you go. Should, no, Emma Roberts sang them. Surely it was just like written by. It says the show's theme song is performed by Jill Sobel. All right, maybe Emma Roberts didn't sing the theme song then, but she obviously sang the other songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. but I think, I think Jill it. composed them. I like how you say compose when the song of the songs in the show is literally like new shoes you rule over and <laughs> over again. And I'm queuing up the CD player, Gemma. What's going in? What's our next Desert Island disc number catro? The next one I have, I think, is a crowd pleaser. Okay. I think everyone would... I think if you played this in a nightclub, to the right crowd, I think they'd go wild. Oh, is it the iCarly theme tune? <laughs> no. I've spoken before about my kind of turbulent uh, affair with this program. Oh, it is Pokemon. Oh. You, you actually, it's a great theme song. I want to be the fairy. Yeah, you are right. If it comes on at the end of the night, three in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's a good one Everyone to go out Everyone would on. like have their like hands up in the air. They're like fists clenched. Um, <laughs> clenched. I just think it's a really, really good song. I feel like it's very motivating. Um, I think it's really like, I just think it's, again... I know you hate it. It's just a really good song, guys. It's just a really good song. I feel like why hasn't there been more like club remixes of like kids theme like theme songs? Like, if I was a DJ, right? I would like re that's what I would do. I'd like remix Pokemon. So it's like Brilliant. clubby. Um, you know, oh shit, I might get this wrong. I'm pretty sure Stormzy. Okay. I mean this is a tangent. Yeah. Use Tracy Beaker's theme song in one of his songs. Is it not? It's the same melody or something like do, that. Do, 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 do. Yeah, something like that. You're you're right. And I was gonna say, um, you know, Charlie XCX. Yeah. Uh, her song "Boys." Yeah. It features a um a Game Boy sound, doesn't it? I've been thinking about boys. Ding. Yeah. Like, ding. Yeah. So I reckon you could do that with Pokemon. You could do that with um some of the songs like did 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 Star Wars. No, what's Pokemon? There's loads of songs, you know, when you're battling. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Anyway. But yeah, I love Pokemon. Well, you, love the you game. have a, a love affair of it. You watched it at uni. young and then you watched it at yeah. uni. I remember going to see the film with my brother and my dad at Did the you? cinema. I didn't yeah. know that. Did your dad like it? I think Did he didn't. Did he know what was going on? <laughs> <laughs> He's not an idiot. Poor Alan. <laughs> he just sat there with you guys like, what is this? <laughs> I think dad enjoyed it. No. I think he did. I'm pretty sure my dad enjoyed it. My brother collected the cards. Oh, did he have some good ones? Yeah. Because like I, I think my dad used to, this is when my dad used to work in China a lot. So I think he bought back loads of fake ones. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I might be wrong. You might have to issue an apology next episode. If they were saying all they were real. all real. Well, I'm just saying. Um, you're slandering your dad's good name at the moment. No, I'm not. You're the one saying you didn't enjoy Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I watched it at Warren Rutten's house, that film. Did you? Yep. 
I remember it very, very vividly. We were on a sleepover. There were loads of us, like eight of us. And we watched Pokemon, the movie. Did you enjoy it? It's, it's very weird when you go back to it. It's not a good movie. It's it's very odd. When I rewatched it when I was at uni, because I did, along with the episodes, I was so emotional. It's a bit rubbish. I cried. Oh. And like, you genuinely think like Pika's gone. Pika. They ain't called him Pika. That's not his name. If we had a dog that we like. We do have a dog. No, but I mean like if we bought a dog from a breeder. Right. Which we wouldn't do anyway. But you know, if we did. So we could name it whatever we wanted. I would name it Pika. Pika. Oh, that is quite sweet. Yeah, actually. Pika's that a cute name. Sweet. And that is Pokemon Theme, also known as Gotta Catch Them All. And it was written by John Siegler and John Loeffler and performed by Jason Page. I wonder what Jason Page is doing now. Sounds like a made-up name, doesn't it? it sounds Jason like a, Page. A, a name in a, a movie. It sounds like a script name. Yeah, Someone's yeah. writing an American movie, <laughs> a, teen, a teen film. But Gemma, so you're on the plane over there. You're halfway there now. What is your fifth? Disc. It's a bit more of an unusual one. It's technically from a film. Okay. But I don't think it ever was a film. It was just like a long thing on a VHS. Okay. You might struggle to find it. Oh, great. It is Pippi Longstocking. What should we do today? (laughs) (laughs) What should we do today? What shall we do today? What shall we do today? What shall we do? That's not a theme tune. No, it's a song from a kid's Brilliant. film. <laughs> it's actually, what shall I do today? What shall I do today? That's blown my mind. What shall I do today? It is the theme. It is the theme. Yeah, it is. There you go. By Rachel Ladderote. What shall we do today? What shall I do today? I'd start a new adventure by jumping on my bed. I could wake up Mr. Nilsen, carry horse above my head. I can dance a shotish, spread magic everywhere. I could skate around the kitchen, flip pancakes in the air. We'll do handsprings in the classroom, we'll do anything I want. I didn't think it sounded like that because the way you were singing, what shall we do today? What shall we do today? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound anything like that. I like how you've just like implemented that. I do sing that like, oh. You sing it all the time. What shall we do today? You used to sing it all the time in the morning. What shall we do today? (laughs) Well, exactly. So did you, were you a big fan of Pippi Longstocking? I loved Pippi Longstocking growing up. I had the cartoon VHS. I wasn't a huge fan of the live action one. My favourite was the cartoon. I had like a big bumper VHS that I used to watch a lot. Brilliant. Went to the Pippi Longstocking like world in Stockholm. Nice. And I had like a strop because when we turned up, there was loads of prams outside. And I was like, at that awkward age. I'm like, I'm too old. <laughs> no, I'm not going in. And I've then my brother actually was like, no, nah, I don't We're mind. We're here now. I don't mind going in. 
So we went oh, in. Oh, were you a bit insecure? And it was the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so good. And you go on this like little ride and you like sit on this like weird like swing seat thing and it takes you through like Pippi's world. And oh, it was so good. Oh. I don't even know if that world is still there now. So you were all apprehensive and dead against it. And then you were won over by Pippi. Yeah. But Pippi is a great character. I think if we had kids, I'd definitely introduce them to Pippi. I think she's a really... There wasn't that many female characters similar to Pippi Longstocking well, back we'll then. we'll have to watch it on this podcast and uh, take it apart. Yeah, if anyone else watched this show, do let us know. Because I don't know that many people that watched it. So that's why we kind of haven't had it on the list yet. I did also re-watch this when I was at uni in halls as well. I always think of... Is it in one of the... Um... Eddie Murphy films or one of the was like oh I'm Bibby Longstocking I can't remember it sounds one. like a Shrek voice I'm Bibby Longstocking what is that from that's I annoying don't I, don't, I don't know either we'll move on swiftly we have on the show today award winning rescue dog looker after her and fantastic wife to Melvin is, is that how you define me? You, no, is that how you define me? I define you I am a all. wife and a dog looker after. No, her. Gemma, you're is twisting that how my you words. you pigeonholing me, you no, sexist? I would pigeonhole you as a luxury concierge handler. Yeah. Also... Who has a degree in fashion. Yeah. And who has passions for music and the arts yeah i also like to think of myself as an out of work model because aren't we all just out of work models (laughs) when you think about it and i'm an out of work comedian undiscovered actress undiscovered actress and future oscar winner future poor man's fan cotton Oh, don't, is how. <laughs> don't, don't, when you picture your future, this is like the, the best version of yourself. You're a poor man's fern cotton. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. No, I'm happy with that. I disagree. We'll agree to disagree on that one. I think you could be a poor man's... Claudia Winkleman? Phoebe Waterbridge. I mean, that's pretty... I think you're very funny. I'm not that funny. I'm not that clever. I think you're very funny. Yeah, that's nice. And clever. So Gemma, you've told us five of your Desert Island discs. What would be your sixth? My sixth one would be Totally Spies. Here we go, here we go. Totally Spies. So was this an older show? Were you older watching this or was this, were you quite young? What age range are we talking here? Probably about seven. Oh, it's quite young. young then. I was pretty young. I really like Totally Spies. So they're really cool. Again, I think it's a really good theme song. I think if I was like Charlie X, whatever, because I'm young, uh, Grimes or someone. Okay. If I was like Grimes. Uh, yes. I would do like a version of this song. What do you mean? Like I would release it. Okay. I would, well, you would cover, cover it. this song. The, the show itself was really odd because we did do it on this podcast. You can go back and listen to that episode. It was very um, chauvinistic, if you remember. It was, but I would make it, I would give it a feminist stance. Okay, I, I believe you. You're looking at me very seriously. I believe I'm you. I'm Grimes. I've done a feminist oh, remix cover of this song. Enjoy. So Gemma, you've got two Desert Island discs left. Have you saved the best till last? I hope you have. I think I have. So next one is quite a curveball. It's quite unique. It is a theme song for the Tales of Beatrix Potter. Oh my God. It's like, it's only, oh no, it's quite long actually. It's about a minute, isn't it? Yeah, there's no, no lyrics. There's no lyrics. I do like um, Beatrix Potter's voiceover though, which is like, oh Jemima. I mean, and it's, then, no, the actress, it's not literally Beatrix Potter. No. Just and when she's like, I like, there's this one bit where she goes, 
she pours herself a cup of tea and she goes, mmm, tea. <laughs> and I just, you know, you sort of go, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And it starts off and it's raining. So you have the sound of rain. And I think this song and the visuals that go with it, this is what, when I had like gastroenteritis and I was really sick, this is what we watched. That time when I thought um, I was giving birth was actually just trapped wind. Oh, gotcha. Oh, honestly, I thought, I, oh. That was another I one for I the was, paramedic, wasn't I it? I thought I was dying. Um, no, we didn't go because you, this is actually quite a good oh, story. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, you're right. We didn't go. This is when Matt was a driver for Downton Abbey. So he was listening to a lot of radio too. I, I was. This is the most middle class story I think I we actually own. I was young as well. We I was like 21, yeah. 22? No, you were 22. I was 21. Yeah. Um, this is the most middle class story we actually own. This is our own. <laughs> most middle class story. Other than us saving teenagers from a lift by using a cheese board. I had trapped wind. And the pain, the pain, guys. I was honestly like, this is the end of me. Like, this is the end. I've never felt pain like it. Matt came in and I was like, this is, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then Matt was trying to call my bluff. And he was like, right, okay. Like, what, should we call an ambulance? I wasn't trying to call your bluff. I, I, was, was, I was getting very frustrated because you're writhing around in pain. And I'm like, well, I want to fix it. And you were just like, oh, I will. And I was like, well, let's find a solution to this. So I like looked to you and went, yeah, okay. And you were like, well, really? What, is it that bad? And I was like, I, honestly... I've never experienced this before. This is awful. And then Matt sat me down and just sort of said, look. So also, so I put this like something soothing and calming, such as Beatrix, Tales of Beatrix Potter in the background, just so I had something to focus on to try and distract me from the pain, but not something you had to really engage with because I'm in pain. I can't watch. This isn't the time to watch Dr. Foster or something, is it? And um you said to me like, cause you, look, I've heard something on Radio 2 today, earlier today. And it was it was that show where people ring up with their most embarrassing stories. Yeah. I can't remember who I the host remember. is. I do. For that, it, for that show. It, uh, not Simon, not Simon Mayo. Oh, I can't remember now. Was but... it Jeremy Vine? No, because it was the drive time. It wasn't Ken Bruce. Oh, that's really annoying. It was the drive time. Oh, it was Steve Wright. Steve it was Wright. Steve Wright. And so Serious jocking. Driving back from your Downton Abbey um, job or like driving the stuff that you're doing. And um, they're the story and she, she went to the hospital and it turned out it was trapped wind and that she was really embarrassed. And the way to get rid of trapped wind is to have a peppermint tea. Yeah. So you told me that story. True I story. Thought, okay, right. Maybe it is that. And um, a peppermint tea, Beatrix Potter and then an episode of Modern Family. That's fine. I feel like we've all learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this song, I just, and especially just visually as well, like she's like painting and she has her dog with her and then it starts to rain. And she's like, oh no. And she like packs it all up and she's like running through the forest and like there's bunny Jemima rabbits. There's bunny rabbits jumping around. You see all the characters. Then you see like a little frog go ribbit and go in the puddles. And I'm like, oh. Then she goes into the quaint, amazing cottage that she has and she pours herself a posh cup of tea in like the silver teapot in a proper little teacup and goes, mmm, tea. And then she gets her like quill and starts writing a letter. And there's everything about that. And this song is just, oh. Oh, your mama. It's just beautiful.
You may be enjoying this, but I should like to get to my door. If you please. And finally, Gemma, what would be your eighth desert island disc? So my eighth disc is one you've probably been thinking, where is it? Where's that one? Well, surely that's in there. Was it? No. Boom, Nope. Is it... Lloyd. No, but I would consider that. Hang on. Is it... What was that from again? It's Rugrats. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Or no. is it? No, it's not that. No. Come on. Watch my chops. Watch my chops. Should I tell you? No. Timmy is an average kid, but no, no one, one understands. understands. Is it that? No. Oh, you're, uh, you're, you're listing some that is making me question my list. Every day when you're walking oh, down the street. Everybody that you meet. Oh, it's so good. If I was a DJ, I'd love it if at Glastonbury. The kids' tent. The kids' tent, and they just play this music, and everyone's just happy. But it's, it's, the ki- it's called the kids' tent, but it only comes on at, like, midnight, yeah. and it's for adults. Well, the kids' tent could be the kids' tent during the day, and then yes. in the evening. Oh, yeah, that'd be it, amazing. You could also go to the kids' tent, and you like, oh, oh my God, that would be amazing. One of the really funny things we saw at Glastonbury last year, do you remember, was sock wrestling in the kids' tent. Oh, my God, that was amazing. And um, kids were getting in there, and some of the parents were in there as well, and it was, you had to pull off the other person's socks to win. That was a and really was good really, game. And they had like a host, like an MC person, and it was brilliant. Yeah, he was like commentating, wasn't was, he? He was really good. Oh, I enjoyed that. that. On the first, that was on the first day morning, wasn't it? That was the first morning we were there. Yeah, enjoyed that. It was funny. Every day when you're walking down the street Everybody that you meet Has an original point of view <laughs> So this is your final one. That was my final disc. Is that just because it brings you comfort and warmth? I just think it's a classic, isn't it? It is a classic. But why do you like it? Why is it your one of your favourites? It was probably the staple. It's the thing I probably watched more than anything else growing up was oh, Arthur. Oh, really? So, and again, it's just like it brings, it's a very uplifting. I think that's the one nice thing about kids TV shows is they are all kind of generally quite uplifting songs. I think even if I was actually on Desert Island Discs, Maybe when I'm poor man's fan, Cotton, who knows? Um, I would put a kid's song in there. Would you? Yeah, because I think it is that the are meant to bring you kind of joy and be uplifting and be comforting yeah, and be motivating. You don't often get a kid's song where it's like, ooh, like moody. Can't think of any. Even Mona the Vampire. Mona the Vampire. That's quite good, actually. You know, it's in it, a Goosebumps kind of fits the genre. But you don't get kind of like, oh, doom and gloom. Yeah, true. They're always yeah, quite optimistic. Oh, that is nice, isn't it? That is the, I think that's what people are very nostalgic for. Yeah. Is that sense of not worrying about things and living in your little bubble. And But, but the irony is that at the time when you are at school, at least, your problems then do feel like the biggest problems in yeah. the world, don't they? They do. I think... So there is an irony because everyone always is yearning for that time. But that time was hard too. Oh, yeah. I, I My mum used to bring me a lot of comfort growing up because she used to always tell me, she used to get really annoyed when people would say to her when she was at school, oh, these are the best days of your lives. 
And my mum would be thinking, sort of thinking to herself, oh, well, I hope not. And um, she used to tell me that story, which did bring me comfort, even though I look back and I absolutely did love school, especially sixth form. Um, I loved, and both me and Matt are friends with pretty much all of our friends from school. They're still, a lot of them are still our kind of closest friends. Even though I do prefer our lives now, yeah. I've heard from a few sources that your 30s are meant to be your best period. Your I'm excited period. for my 30s. I'm excited, I think, because I think recently the past few years is now when I genuinely feel like London is home. And like all of the people we've surrounded ourselves with, both in London, back and Bournemouth, are so genuine and genuinely care about us and love us. And, you know. Yeah, you sift out the energy vampires. And yeah. Like and I don't think that I've can't tell you the last time I've sort of spent time with someone and kind of thought oh you know that didn't go as planned or oh that wasn't as fun as expected you know and um I think in your 30s it's even more like that well it's like that and you you know who you are because I think a lot of your 20s you're you're figuring it out searching and you're figuring it out exactly so Gemma we've come to the end you're at the desert island you've got your bags there you got your works of Shakespeare what luxury item have you got my luxury item is my bed. I'm surprised there's not your little roll-on thing on your face you have. I my love jade that. roll. I <laughs> love that. I think that thing's amazing. Uh, no, it'd be my bed. That's a good one, I think. So yeah. you'd have, what, like a four-poster bed? Yeah. Is Meg sleeping on there? Does Meg come with the bed? I would love Although it. She, yeah. wouldn't like she, the w- she wouldn't like it. Oh, she might actually. She like, If it's on a beach. I'm picturing it's on a beach. Oh, she does love beaches. Does like the beach. Um, yeah, I'd bring my bed. That's a good answer. And which of these tracks is going with you? It would have to be... Beatrix Potter. Tell oh, Potter. So when it's like a thunderstorm, you know, it's like a tropical island. Oh, when you, you get all cosy. You're all cosy in your Robinson Crusoe type. And I feel like it's also quintessentially British. Yes. So if I'm on this desert island disc, it kind of, it's very British. It kind of reminds me of home. And of course, you get to take a piece of fiction too. So what book are you taking with you? It could be non-fiction. It could be oh, okay. non-fiction. It okay. could be The Diary of Anne Frank. Or it could be one of your AQA revision books. It could. I would take, it'd have to be a Jacqueline Wilson book. I did also like, there was a book called Dizzy by Kath Cassidy that I used to Dizzy. love growing up. Um, which was one of my favourites as well. So Dizzy. it might be Dizzy by Kath Cassidy, actually. Are you going, was I just being very disrespectful? Is it like a really powerful... It's a very sad book. book. Oh, no, I knew, about... it was, I knew it was going to be. Honestly, as soon as I went, I knew it was going to be She runs really off sad. to find, I think maybe it was her, she like lives on like, she's like a gypsy. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's a really sad book. So I'm tempted by Dizzy by Kath Cassidy or... That's a lovely name, Kath Cassidy. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a real name. Oh. It's like Sophie can sell it. Lucy Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Lucy Diamond books. Leave me alone. I can't say, I can't choose Harry a favourite. Harry Potter. I can't, oh, that would be, that's obviously quite an obvious one, but I don't think. I really liked Artemis Fowl when I was growing up. I just don't And the Golden think Compass. I could take, I can't choose a favourite Jacqueline Wilson book. Illustrated Mum. No, I don't think Tracy so. Tracy Beaker. I did really like Tracy Beaker. You know, Lola Rose is one of my favourites. I think I'm going to take Dizzy oh, by Kath Cassidy. Dizzy. Yeah. I feel like, because that's the first one that came to me, I feel like that's the one I should take. And finally, I mean, this has been an adventure of an episode. It's been a, a sprawling tidbit of trivia for the Gemma and Matt fans, if there are any. <laughs> <laughs> probably our parents I've been inundated <laughs> with questions of these i also am a big richard herring fan and on his podcast he does desert island dicks with all of his um guests where you've got to go on a desert island with three dicks so richards it's covenant it's so my three richards out. are it is richard branson Richard Branson. He has lots of desert islands. I'm hoping it'd be one of his desert islands I end up on. Well, yeah, he knows what, lots he about desert do? islands. What? He has helicopters. He can go to space. He can save me. Wow, I'm I'm shocked. Right, so Richard Branson. Richard Branson. I don't know why you find that shocking. That is such an obvious... Why is that someone you want to spend time with? I don't understand with? why other people play this game and don't take Richard Branson. He is like the king of desert islands. Okay. Then I would have Richard Osmond. Because he's tall, so he could like reach lots of things from trees. He's very heightest. 
No, it's good. Like, he's tall. He can, like, reach oh, things. Yeah. This is one of those Tinder bios. Uh, no one less than six foot, please. And then um, also, obviously, he's very, very, very clever. Yes. Also, I really do like a good game. And <laughs> oh, I, he would be good at coming up with games. He would be really yeah. good at coming up with games to pass the time. Yeah. Plus, he's very knowledgeable. So knowing him, he would, like, be able to look at some fruit, know what all the fruits are, know which one's edible, and then reach it for me. And then we'd play a nice game after. Okay. And then my final one is Rich D. Grant, because I really like oh, Rich D. Grant. That's very sweet. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We had a lot of fun recording it. And yeah, if you want us to do other mashups, I don't know what else we could do. Remember, this does countdown. No, I, I don't know. But let us know. You can email us at remember this question mark at gmail.com. And let us know your discs and Please your dicks do. as well. Genuinely, do. Who's your favourite, Richard? Send us your free top dicks and send us your desert island discs. We would love to read them out on this podcast. And yeah, if you haven't already, please do go and rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us out. And yeah, we think we're probably going to get some more guests on soon. So we've got exciting plans for this podcast. Thanks for sticking around. You will reap the rewards of sticking around. And yes, take care. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you.